Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Nuclear Revenge, where a guy literally commits murder. Our next Reddit post is from Top Professional. I work in a vape shop, which is already in a rough space due to regulations and laws the government is putting on us. Due to these restrictions, we are well aware that certain products that we sold or make were highly illegal and enforceable at the time. I'm a 25-year-old guy, and I'd been working at the vape shop for a little over a year and a half. The owner of the company hired me, and she is the biggest sweetheart in the world. Unfortunately, she was forced out of her company by her son. He's the type of person who believes that he's always right, and if you don't agree with him, he'll completely ignore you or fire you. He literally forces mom into retirement by threatening to unalive himself, and he continues to play that card every time she even says she wants to come visit. Last winter, we had a massive snowstorm. Getting to work was rough, but we were told that we had to come anyway. We get there, and the snow isn't plowed from the parking lot because the boss didn't want to pay the guy to do it, so we had to do it. Due to the lot being absolutely massive, we couldn't get it all done before we had to help customers. As the customers came and went, we noticed the snow being padded down into the ground and essentially turning into a slip and slide. Of course, the boss didn't do anything about it and asked me and another coworker to clear all the garbage out on the other side of the building. When I did, I slipped and hurt myself. I didn't file for workers' comp, but I told my boss that I would have to rest while I was at work. On my next shift, I had to sit the entire time, and I could only get up when I had to help customers. The next day, my manager tells me that he got out of a meeting with the owner's son, and I was suspended for a week. I'm a college student with rent and car payments, so I can't afford to lose five days of pay. I marched into the boss's office and laid it out that either he fires me so I can collect unemployment or he unsuspend me. He told me that neither was going to happen and that he was going to use me as an example to the rest of the employees. I was pissed and cursed him out. He doesn't like confrontations, so he shortened my suspension to get me out of the office. He then started treating me poorly and singled me out for everything that everyone else also does. But I was the only one who got punished for it. Then, he tried to get me to do handyman work, but he didn't give me the tools, equipment, or training to do any of the things I had to do. This was the tipping point for me. After I was constantly singled out, I came to learn that everyone else was mad at the boss. I learned all the dirty little secrets about the company, including illegal products, labor violations, tax violations, etc. 
I then shared these secrets with multiple government agencies, the FDA, OSHA, the Department of Labor, and I reported him by name. First, OSHA came by and did an inspection on my day off. The boss told everyone that they only cited him for a small violation, but he was good outside of that. I was obviously angry, but a few weeks later, I got a packet in the mail telling me that he got cited for everything and he was getting massive fines. Later, the boss called me and my manager into his office. The boss told my manager that he was getting demoted for not writing me up more and that I was no longer getting my raise until I fixed my attitude. This, of course, was right after he said, I don't care that you called OSHA. This little act is known as retaliation, which is illegal. I would have a lawsuit to destroy him. Sometime later, I got a text from my coworker while I was taking the day off. The message said, the FDA is here, the manager quit, and it's getting crazy. The FDA and the IRS came, rolling in full force in black trucks and SUVs. They came in and raided the place, seizing all the illegal products and all the paperwork pertaining to the business. They're still there as I write this, so hopefully there will be more to come. But knowing how these things tend to go, I won't have a job for much longer. Then OP posted an update. The ATF also showed up. They confiscated all the house-made juices. Apparently, we don't have a manufacturing license. None of us knew this, and that means that we may no longer be able to sell products. The IRS also showed up, because there's possible cause for an investigation into tax evasion. Then, OP posted another update. It looks like the boss is going to have to pay massive fines and is possibly looking at jail time. He likely won't ever be able to get a manufacturing license for the rest of his life, and they essentially said that he won't be able to open any new businesses. I know that he had two new locations rented out and was in the process of opening them, but now that's never going to happen. They're raiding his other businesses today, and that's going to be interesting considering that if he doesn't have paperwork for those two, that could mean more jail time. So overall, it looks like he's going to lose a ton of money and possibly go to jail. Our next Reddit post is from Reasonable Theme. So this took place over three years, give or take. I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I left the military and picked up a contracting job in the same field. While I was starting my new career, I was also leaving an unhappy and abusive marriage. My ex-husband, who's 29, was a store manager at GameStop, and whenever anyone asked him if they offered military discount, he would give it to them and then ask the person if they knew me on base and what I was up to. So that's how my husband met Bob, who's 35, who actually worked for me, and the two of them bonded over their mutual hate for women. Bob would refer to me as a whore and a slut at work, and even went so far as to attempt to get my home address to give it to my ex. I reported the incidents through proper channels, and I had to get a new apartment, but unsurprisingly, the military did nothing to Bob. So, I decided to keep my eyes on Bob and wait until he made another misstep. Over the next three years, working with him was horrible. He would undermine my authority in my section by telling junior people that I was stupid, by being intentionally insubordinate, and publicly talking about how he was exploiting the foster care system to make money off the children that he was supposed to be taking care of. About a year ago, another girl, who's 20, came to me and told me that Bob was approaching her in a way that made her uncomfortable. When I pulled up their chat log, Bob was begging her to passionately hug him even though he was married and she was repeatedly telling him that she wasn't interested. 
I convinced the girl to report Bob despite her hesitation. During the military's investigation of Bob, when they interviewed me, I spared no detail about what exactly Bob was doing and saying, including his fraud, waste, and his abuse of government assets and systems. I kept a literal list with dates and times. As it turns out, there were about four other women in our base that Bob was sexually harassing. Bob went to non-judicial punishment this week and lost everything. He'd been in the military for 18 years and was two years away from full retirement. He lost his clearance. He lost his foster kids. He lost his honorable discharge. He is literally starting life over in his 30s with a discharge that shows that he sexually harasses women. And he has no benefits and 18 years of training in a job field that is only relevant if he has clearance. You know, the really sad, depressing, dark fact about this is that since he already hated women, now he's just going to hate women even more. He's going to spend the rest of his miserable life cursing the names of the women who took everything from him. But he's going to be too stupid and misogynistic to realize that he did this to himself. Oh well, good riddance to bad rubbish. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Our next Reddit post is from Last Background. So, this was told to me by my dad over a drink recently. He'd gotten a little drunk and ended up admitting it to me. He said that too much time had passed and he'd paid the consequences, so there was nothing to come back on him. Uncle Mark was my favorite uncle when I was a child. He always invited me around to show me his airsoft gun collection, hide-and-seek parties with my friends, and even took us to the beach. 
He would always come with sweets for us and acted like one of us, another child who just wanted to have fun. Then, one day, when I was like seven, my dad was driving me over to my uncle's place. My dad had been happy and cheerful for the entire day. He was going on about how much he loved the fact that his brother wanted to be in his kid's life. Until he got a call. I was in my room packing my stuff when I heard the most blood-curdling scream from my dad. He was screaming and raging. I heard him rip open our front door and slam it back with enough force to make the picture next to it fall off the wall. I didn't see my dad for a long time after that, and he never told me why until we had this talk, but that'll be explained at the end. My mom had a lot of money saved up from a minor lottery win, so we were okay, and she always smiled and said, Daddy is just away for a little while because he's looking after you and your siblings whenever I asked where my dad was. Uncle Mark didn't come around either during this time, but we did see him in town a couple of times. Funnily enough, he ran away the moment my mom saw me waving at him. Nine months later, dad came home and I excitedly ran over and hugged him. He hugged me right back with a good squeeze. We had a party to celebrate him coming home. We had party food, a cake, and all the usual stuff. I was just happy that my dad was home though. A week or so later, Dad sat me down with the other kids and explained that Uncle Mark wouldn't be coming around anymore, and when I asked why, he just said that Uncle Mark was a bad person, and that if he ever tried to talk to us, we were to ignore him and come find one of them. We all agreed because my dad always knew the best, after all. One day, a year or so later when I was nine, I was coming out of school to wait for my parents to pick me up, and I see Uncle Mark standing there with a big grin. I get nervous when he comes up to me, saying that he's here to take me for a ride. I tell him that I'm not supposed to talk to him, that he's a bad person like my dad said. Uncle Mark got this scary look on his face for a second, told me that it was all good and that my parents had changed their mind. Then he tried to take my hand. That's when I saw my dad just appear. My dad punched Uncle Mark right in the face and I saw blood fly as Uncle Mark went sprawling. I didn't see much after that, except Uncle Mark running away and my dad chasing him. My dad came back after a while, sighed, and gave me a hug. He told my mom to take me home and that he'd see us later. I don't know why, but I knew there and then that it would be a long time before I ever saw my dad again. And I was right. Five years. Five years my dad was gone. My mom eventually admitted to us that he was in prison for protecting us, and we all guessed that he had done something to Uncle Mark. And he had. Turns out, Uncle Mark liked kids. He liked them a lot. That one day a year ago that I was meant to go to my uncle's house, Uncle Mark's wife had called my dad and told him that she'd found pictures under her and Mark's bed of children. And she was scared of what to do because Mark was a big man and it was later revealed that he abused her so she was scared to call the cops on him. It turns out my dad had gone into a rage and stormed over to his house. My dad smashed in the door to find Uncle Mark screaming at my aunt as she waved the pictures around in hysterics. My dad had beaten Uncle Mark to within an inch of his life. Uncle Mark screamed that he would make my dad pay as the police arrested my dad. The messed up thing was that by the time that my dad explained to the cops why he'd done it, Mark managed to get the pictures, burn them, and then scare his wife into saying that there was no evidence. My dad was sent to prison for assault, 
but he made sure that my other uncles and older cousins were around to protect us in case Mark came back. But no, Mark waited until my dad thought that we were safe. Then, according to my dad, Uncle Mark had come to kidnap me from school right under their noses. Who would stop him? People didn't believe my dad when he explained that Mark was a predator. They thought that my dad was just making up some BS excuse to justify attacking him. After all, the cops hadn't found anything, and his wife said that my dad was a liar. Whereas my dad was a big, angry guy with a few assaults under his belt already. So, to everyone else, this was just my nice uncle here to pick me up from school. At the school incident, my uncle did manage to get away from my dad, but my dad knew where he would go. My dad knew that Uncle Mark would run home and hide, and more than likely destroy any evidence that he had gotten since destroying the last set of pictures. My dad also knew that the cops would probably be looking for him since he punched someone at a school. The difference was, though, my dad had his car while Uncle Mark was on foot. So my dad drove over to my Uncle Mark's house and demanded to know if my aunt was going to lie again after what Uncle Mark had just tried to pull. Now, I don't like my aunt that much after what she pulled last time, but I think in that moment, she realized what a monster my uncle was. He was willing to kidnap his own nephew for revenge. She said that she wouldn't stop my dad or save Mark this time. My dad told her to gather all the evidence she could, and he waited for Mark to show up. She came back down from their bedroom with pictures. Lots of pictures. He then told her to go, wait one hour, and then call the cops. He was ending this. As Uncle Mark appeared, my dad, who had been waiting behind the wall of his garden, slammed him through the door of his house. My dad then proceeded to beat my uncle to death in his doorway. Apparently, towards the end, you couldn't even see the floor of the house through the blood. My dad was later arrested for murder. But when it was revealed that Uncle Mark was indeed a predator who had attempted to kidnap me, and the fact that the cops had allowed a predator to run free, they instead charged my dad with manslaughter. My dad's lawyer said that my father had gone into a protective rage and had only intended to render my uncle harmless. My dad said that he didn't regret it, but that he had wished that he had done something else purely so that he didn't miss out on so much of my life. I told him that I was forever going to be proud of him for that, and that I loved him. I was a bit shocked that I wasn't told what exactly Uncle Mark was for so long. But my dad asked me if things would have been any better if I learned the truth as a kid instead of now that I'm adult and I can handle the truth. And he's right. As a child, I wouldn't have been able to mentally handle it. I mean, I'm barely able to handle the truth now. That was r slash nuclear revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.